Broads, this episode is sponsored by Care Of. You know those things in life that you know you should do, but you just don't get around to do? For me, that was always a vitamin regimen. I know there are so many amazing benefits when you take proper supplements, but honestly, the amount of time and taking it to figure out what was best for me and doing the research to see where the best sources for the vitamins came from, it was just a lot. Well, that's why I love Care Of. They do it for you. They offer personalized vitamin and supplement packs that are just right for you. Care Of handles everything. I love them. The only thing you need to do is log on and you take Care Of's quiz. The team can get to know about your health goals and your current lifestyle, and then they use that info to create a custom regimen just for you and even Better than that, you get to see all the background information about what they're recommending, why they're recommending it, and the sourcing information. It's wellness done simply. And for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code chatty50. That's takecareof.com and use code chatty50. You get 50% off your first order. That is a really good deal. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. I can't talk about this without cracking a cold one. Do it. Evan and I were just ranting about restaurant experiences. A range of a range of different uh, different experiences. We started off on how messed up it is to uh, go on a date with somebody and take them to like a place well beyond like their financial means. Yeah. Like it's super disrespectful to be like, yo, uh, let's say someone makes a lot of money and someone doesn't. It's disrespectful to be like, Hey, let's go to this really nice place. If you're not planning on paying for it. Yeah. Or, or if the other person's not planning on paying for it and then the bill comes, you know, it's expensive, you know, they're trying to not make it awkward for you, but you also know they're sweating about it or you're, or, you know, we've been in this case where I'm sweating about it and I'm trying to keep up appearances with this person. They know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it can well, get really I mean, weird look, like, really quick. And especially we're at this age now where like, uh, for instance, this is coming up with uh, planning my friend's bachelor party. Yeah, sure. There's like is, everyone's different walks of life. Like everything. 70% of the guys in there all have like career jobs sure. the other the other guys just don't and they're talking about like a budget lights and this and someone and that, yeah. threw out like oh how about this and this and like, i'm getting panicked phone calls being like i can't being, afford being that like yeah. bro what are we talking what kind of party are we talking about having here and i was like dude you just got i was like someone just threw out a suggestion it's funny you say that because my brother we're planning his too and oh, like yeah? i don't know a lot of his friends so i don't i have to you like have ask, to ask him, him about it and be like dude like is there anybody i have to be aware of like that can't do this. Well, and that's you know what, what I, mean? I called the bachelor. Cause I was telling my buddy, my, my best friend is like, he's kind of all over the place in terms of like, what I love is he's not, he's just doing what he wants to do, but he's definitely, excuse me, not like financially driven. Like he's doing what he wants means. to do and it's not driven by money so that he's doesn't, therefore not he doesn't have a lot of money. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, when you're planning my bachelor party, know that I'm going to put money behind it. Right. And so I called my friend whose bachelor party me and him are throwing. If you ever have it, I mean, I don't know what's going on, but who knows? I mean, if (laughs) if we ever make it out of therapy, you know, um, but, uh, he was, I called him and was like, are you, would you be comfortable throwing money towards your bachelor party for, to make like some of these things that you want to do reasonable for people? Yeah. He was like, Oh, absolutely. 
And it was like calling other people to be like, hey, like, can we can we come behind these guys? Who wants to put more in if you can? You know, like if you're talking about a $200 budget for a weekend, which is excessive, but it's reasonable or be like, you know, they threw out someone threw out $600 for the weekend. And that's what everyone was flipping out about. I'll be honest and with you. I was I'll be honest like, with you. I would. I mean, that would be amazing. That's an insane. $600 20, for the weekend. There's 20 guys. And that's what me and my yeah, friend were if like. If you're like, let's say you go somewhere and it's, everyone shares a hotel room. You're they're already. You're already three, there. Three, four hundred bucks a night. Oh, you know what, what I mean? Like, my first thing was like, let's all go. To, if we're talking about plus that. Plus nice dinners, plus a club, plus. I mean, you're in the thousands. Well, that's exactly. <laughs> but that's what that's. It, it just is like. 20 I think that's guys? Ridiculous. There's 20 guys that's supposed a, that's, to go. That's too big. It's going to be sick though. We're doing. Um, Unless you just do like a house like in Palm so Springs or something So that's what like we're that. doing is we rented a house wherever we could that was that big enough. What's cool that's is a huge those house. Airbnb <laughs> houses come with like full game rooms. Oh, and they're like, they're like expansive pools. <laughs> so there's like they're a like, full yeah. game room. This is in the middle of nowhere, but we're doing... Um, like where's nowhere? Like what's... like what? I dude, I couldn't even tell you. Like Loma Linda type oh, shit. Oh, just random like, LA kind of suburb. We're going Got paintballing it. somewhere where there's enough of us that we're just running a ref. We're not going to play with random people. It's going to be just, oh, you're just running, 10. Yeah, because it's 10 versus 10. And we, we have, have a ref. Thing. Dude, so I have paintball since sick. I was like 18. I want to do it. It's so fun. But our friend requested this whole thing be Star Wars themed. I, okay, you've brought this up. Yes. Okay, So wow. we put together the Star Wars themed thing. So this is this bachelor party. Is Night one is a Star Wars like death tournament where he's going to have to be put in like uh, uh, rounds where he's like... Uh, basically doing like one-on-one or two versus two challenges. Wow. And all of us are coming up with challenges that he'll be thrown into this bracket. And one of our friends is dressing up like one of the huts because the huts are like the mafia guys in the Star Wars world. Okay. So they're running like a death arena that he's gotten kidnapped and brought into. Got it. And we're all like his opponents or like the MC or whatever conducting this like casino run you know sure. sort of like mma pit this is Star definitely not the one i'm i'm a it's part of sick i'm i'm a part of whatever the opposite of that one and is. then day two is paintball in star wars costumes got it and then he wants to play a halo have a halo tournament halo video you know video Epic. game tournament after all this so i do this is cool so the few things that are being discussed for the the one i'm going to be a part of is miami yeah golf uh-huh Strip clubs. Wait, and, are you throwing? Are, uh, are you throwing some other crazy stuff? Toilers bachelor party. It sounds like it, doesn't it? It really does, dude. Are you going? Are Tyler and Matt no, coming? Honestly, it really does sound like Tyler's bachelor South party. Beach golf. Well, because my pizza my, party. So, like the people that are involved <laughs> in it are not artistic at all. They're like real estate uh, investors. Uh, engineer, you know what I mean? Like just like regular dudes. And so there's not this like, yo, I was thinking about something. It's like, no, it's like, let's, I'm stressed at work. How do I forget about all my troubles? So are you guys going to do strippers? (laughs) I don't mean, I don't probably, I don't no idea. I mean, I do. I love the idea though of just like paintball, hanging out, swimming around, like, um, fun games like it's just it's like it depends on what you need in life at the time and it also depends on the crew you know okay gotta interrupt the uh, bros bachelor party chat for one second to talk to you about this for the longest time i steered way clear of weed edibles because they got me so high 
like very, very unenjoyably high. But then I was introduced to Diet Smoke's THC gummies. And you know what? Now I'm a massive fan. A massive fan. Uh, Diet Smoke is the perfect way to get that medium high. Diet Smoke is made with Delta 8 THC to get you that perfectly balanced high each and every time. Just pop one or part of one of their uh, blue raspberry or watermelon gummies. Uh, It's 10 milligrams of THC. It's going to have you feeling great. When CBD isn't enough and old-fashioned THC is too much... Enjoy the smooth, smooth buzz of Diet Smoke. Right now, Diet Smoke is offering our listeners a fantastic deal. When you go to dietsmoke.com and use promo code CHATTY, you'll get 20% off your entire order. That's dietsmoke.com, promo code CHATTY. You'll get 20% off your entire order. Dietsmoke.com, promo code CHATTY for 20% off their delicious THC gummies. Totally. I mean, that's, these are all like the majority of the people in this crew have known each other since we were like seven and eight years old. Yeah. And so this is just like, he lives, he lives out of town now and he's like, bro, like, I honestly just want to chill with everybody. And he's like, and I just want activities so that we don't just have like downtime. But he's like, I just really want to kick it. And like, he's like, my only goal would be to play video, have a big video game tournament. Like when we used to system link, and have like sure. four TVs going and have like four Xboxes all hooked That's up like and have the like meme. 16 person Halo tournaments. That's what he wanted for his bachelor party. And he's an ex uh, like state champion martial artist. And he's like, the only other thing I want to do is like um, fight. He's like, I want everyone to have to spar and like put on sparring gear and like, well, I'll fight. What a character. No one wants to fight him. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, we all did karate together, though. That's where it comes oh, from. Oh, got it. Okay. We all did it, like, in high school. Sure, together. sure. Oh, man, it's it's really tough when it comes... We've all... I'm sure everyone's been a part of a bachelor or bachelorette party slash wedding party. Um, if you're super young, you haven't. But, like, if you're in your 30s or late 20s, it's most like you've been a part of one of those at some point. Um, it's a dynamic that's interesting because there is the version of where you and your best friend... It's it's his, his or her... Uh, wedding or whatever and so then you you are very much in tuned and happy about what's going on uh-huh where it gets awkward is when you're kind of one of the last invites you know you're not like you're not a part of the crew so you don't have the memories and you guys don't have the same you're like the guy who like maybe they've met recently you know like maybe you guys get connected over the last three four months and then you get invited to the bachelor party and you kind of don't really know anyone and they're all into certain things like it is funny like how it can get a little awkward because you're kind of like, like the I don't, sibling. Well, not even the sibling, just more like, let's say me and you have been best friends for 15 years and we have like all of our friends for 15 years. And then you started working at a gym. And then over the last like three, four or five months, you, you got really close to this other climber. And then you're like, dude, you know what? You've been awesome. Come to, my party. Come to my party. And he's the one guy that like doesn't really know the dynamic. And so it can either be great or it can end up being kind of awkward for him because he's like, I don't get all the Star Wars shit. <laughs> like, like I, know, I thought I thought this was, you know, or whatever, you know, it's like. But you know what I think is great about like, at least the bachelor parties I've been a part of is um, I think they're really sweet parties mm-hmm. in this way. Like, like emotionally, like they're sweet. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's accepting and open because and willing to bring you along. Totally. And it's this thing where they're like, everyone's opinions like it doesn't really matter what you think about what we're doing. Right, right. This is what they asked for. And it's like one of those like you're my I don't I think there's very few parties where you're like, yo, like this is my bachelor party. This is what I want. 
make it happen. And there's like this funny thing of like, you get assigned if you're the groom, like if you're the best man, you're just like, you're responsible for yes. making their wishes come true. And everybody else has to fall in line and just be like, it doesn't matter if you don't like the activity. It doesn't matter what your feelings are. They requested it. You're going to get behind it. It's like a family trip where you're like, we booked this family trip. You're going to have fun. You know gonna, we're on the beach and it's raining, but you're going to love it. You're going to put on a smile. Yeah, right. And you're right. going to enjoy yourself. How do you feel about this though? The Star Wars shit? No. How do you feel about like when you plan a party, do you think your desires first or are you a little bit like, I want to do what makes everyone happy so that the vibe, because some people are a little bit more like that. Like I want the karate and the Star Wars and this and I don't, and this is kind of how I like it and I don't really care what you think. Not in a mean way, just more like, you know, this is what I want. And then there's certain people that are a little bit more like, I just want to create to where everyone's just having a good time to the point where some people actually then become like the back burner. They don't get what they want because they were so obsessed with everyone. But there is like a mixture right like so are your thoughts more of like the this is your moment you get what you want or are you like you're you would still be more like no i want to like um find that middle ground to where just like we're all stoked no it's absolutely their party no no so i'm talking about your own oh for mine yeah are you gonna be like i want to catch a vibe with everyone or are you like no i really want these four things and no matter what they got to happen so even if they're miserable for everybody else i've thought about that because i'm like i have a lot of friends and I'm like, do I want to have this massive party where the whole thing is accommodating to like, you know, being built around accommodating the scale of the party itself? Or do I want to do something like really intimate where it's like, it's not even about a party. It'd be like, I just want to go on a two week long surf trip. With like six people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like five people and just be like my best buds that I do that with. Which would be like excluding a bunch of people from the whole thing, but, but being like, that's yeah. what I want. But then like the other side of me is like, no, I'd want to do like full Vegas. Like we're all getting in a fucking big rented bus. Ripping it. We're going to Vegas, like pull out all this and be like, this is, this is bad. This whole party is just bad news written all over it. Like nothing, like literally like a what's, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas party. Just sure, like sure, sure. Just crazy. Terrible. Yeah. That's right. our like part, the other half of me leans into that. Like it just sounds like you need to do both. The debaucherous satanic part of myself. Right. That's the six, just six, six, to six like, side. Yeah. Like let's light public stuff on fire. It sounds like you need to do both. I probably should. I really probably should. And yeah. that's, that's what I, you know, <clears throat> focusing on my spiritual side. Yeah, speaking that's of what six, I need. Satan, I need balance spiritually. Okay, I can't just do the like surfer vegan, you know, lifestyle, barefoot in the sand, and you know, there's got some guy burning incense, and this is super calm, and we're just mm. listening to the ocean. There's no electricity where we are. We're just yeah. out here, just eating from whatever the fuck, you know. And then the other side of me is like, no, like I want to wear tux for no reason. Oh yeah, I want to um, do too many. Too too many illegal substances to count on my fingers. Sure, all at the same time. You want to you want to like yeah. There's like a there's like a there's a <clears> devil <throat> and an angel on your shoulder. I want to have a secret that I can't that I have to take to the grave. You know, like I want those kinds of sure, things. Sure, sure. Someone may wind up in the hospital. Sure. At least one person. Right. And that's like to me, that's also a good party. Well, you got to have that mix. You can't do it all at once, but you can be like. Or you could do the craziness, and then the way you the way you chill is to go surfing. What is your job? What what do you want? I mean, not your job. What would what, I want? Uh, uh, What's what happening? You want? <laughs> I had a long day. Yeah. What would I want? Um, I think for me, like now. Yeah. Dude, 
I'm getting older now. The hangovers are brutal. So like, they're so bad. not so interested in like the brutal hangovers anymore. Now more marathon drinking, maybe like drinking regularly, but not like going crazy. Cause then I'm just like my whole next day is screwed. I'm dead. Oh, it's the next week. You know what I mean? So like, I'm also, also for me, I'm a little bit more down to like go to a, a debaucherous psycho party. Cause then I can always kind of find my place in the pack. As opposed to if you're the bachelor, you're leading the pack. You can't be the one that's chill while all your friends, you, you got to be like the, you got to lead with by example. So, you know, there's a lot of like pressure that I go crazy. So like if I was to do a trip now, I'd probably do like a, like a, a Costa Rica for five days and find some really fun shit to do. But then at the same time, like do surfing and chilling and have like a crew of you know, people out. Oh, that to sounds do really holistic. I probably no, not in a holistic way. Just like a <laughs> like a fun. We'd be partying and stuff, but at the same time, it'd be like surfing and hang- less like like the Vegas burn it down doesn't interest me as much. And it also could be the fact that like I partied a lot and did a lot in my twenties and stuff. So like I just don't have as much of that like need to oh, burn it down. Be, just be ready for mine. Oh, I'm I'm when going. Cr- I've literally. That's the thing. I also do better when it's not mine. Beck like, and I, I can. I get. I jump right in the pack and we go, baby. Just so everyone knows, Beck and I will most likely get married just to have bachelorette and bachelor parties, just to do it, even if it doesn't last. Which you know what? I have to say something. There's a lot of people criticizing her in the Facebook group for Chatty Broads. Okay, what's going on? I, I was. Know, I've been working some... the last like four days, like b- blackout, so I don't even know what's happening. Just some dumb there's shit. There's some drama there. Okay, got it. So there's some, some dumb, dumb shit going there's on. There's a bunch of criticism. people. There seems to be a bunch of people who listen to the, who, who love to hate on her. Got it. Well, she's, I mean, no, she's popular. It's going to, it's going to happen. I know. It's just like a subgroup thing. And she, you know what? I just have to, I just have to come out and say it. Just stop paying attention to her. If you don't like her. Listen, stop criticizing. Stop hyper-focusing on this stuff. It's all, it's all dumb shit too. It's all like about like her body hair. Still? Still. Still, dude, some people can't get over it about like, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe she doesn't use toothpaste, which is like wake up call, talk to your dentist. They don't even fucking care if you brush your teeth. They just want you to floss. But brushing your teeth doesn't matter. Toothpaste doesn't do anything. To be honest, it blew my mind. So I was at the dentist about six months ago. If anything, it's corrosive to your mouth. Well, that's what they told me. So I was at the dentist six months ago and they're like, you brush a lot. You brush good. Do you floss a lot? And I said, I try. They're like, you could do better with flossing. They're like, you brush too much. You, you are you your gums are receding and i was like yes. wait what and they're like yeah you, you brush too hard and, and you're like, wearing your enamel down and she's like if you do anything just just uh floss you know what they do and i was like what your whole life you're told like you gotta brush your teeth and then you, no, don't you don't realize that you just gotta floss you don't you just have to floss that's the most important part of it so all these people are like freaked out that becca mentioned that she doesn't use toothpaste sometimes and they're like also oh, becca on her on like a story or something said that and then people freaked out about it yeah i mean she does it she brushes her teeth with hot water like yeah. half the time or like a natural toothpaste a natural thing. thing. But yeah. even then it's like, if you want to have that minty feeling in your mouth, but like, it's not doing you, it's not actually doing yeah. you any favors. It's bleach. It's like chlorine that you're putting in your mouth. It's like the car runs, even if you don't uh, wash it, maybe it's like, it's not, it doesn't do anything. It's just like dirty or just, or like you would assume it would be, but it wouldn't change the car or whatever. It's like, it's perfectly healthy. It's everything's clean. You're using water, which is what you do with your body. Anyway, you don't always have to suds your whole body up. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. And it's not, it's, I, I, there's just a lot of people. Either way, either way, that's so funny and small. It's insane. They sit in this like circle jerk of a chat circle in the thing and just feed and talk shit about her. Sure. It's the internet, right? Yeah. People just lose their minds. It's just like, dude, just get, I don't know. Just, you know, she's fragile. And the most important thing is uh, it makes my life harder when you guys are climbing on her. (laughs) So like like when her days, most importantly, when her day is going good, my day is better. 
Right. When she's dealing when she's when she's dealing with this shit, it ends up being this. Well, like, it's a conversation all day, and you're talking about it nonstop. It ends up and being, then thing, what, you yeah, know, it ends course. up being what we talk about. Right. Of like, you're oh like, my god, all day. It's, yeah, hundred percent. So hard. just you know, give, give you guys just fucking shut up. <laughs> and we love everyone who doesn't do that. Yeah, everyone who doesn't do it, just rock on. All we you guys you. who are doing that, you can just come DM me. Well, that was an absolute shit show. Were you of like a, that? Of an intro. What? You know what we never even talked about? Huh? Restaurants. That's just, actually true. And I don't think it matters get, anymore. It, no. it absolutely doesn't matter anymore. It certainly doesn't. We just did the most... We apologize for that uh, first 15, 20 minutes because it was... I don't even know where we went, but, but I blacked out. You know what I'm willing to bet? What? When we Evan and I were talking about desiring to go to Michelin star restaurants... I'm almost willing to guarantee you your local favorite cheeseburger spot is going to be more satisfying than going to a, like a fucking two-star Michelin restaurant and spending like $2,000 So when you could have just gone to In-N-Out. Right. So I was telling him that like, I'm just, int- I'm like, I've never been to like a restaurant like that before. And it sounds so fascinating. And I was watching this documentary on these restaurants and it looked just crazy. But at the end of the day, it did just look like people pay thousands of dollars to have tiny little um, pieces of food that probably like isn't that tasty, but just looks really cool or it's whatever. Just an ex- it's again, it's like an exclusive experience to just like have done it and it's not worth it. You know, Anthony Bourdain's favorite restaurant. I feel like I do know this. In and out. Yeah. Okay. In and out. Right. It's the like- man ate all over the world, all kinds of stuff, street food, to fucking Michelin star bullshit. And he's like, in and out is the best restaurant in the world. Insane. I love it. I love it. Well, we reached out before this yes, on Instagram advice. and we were like, we haven't done a relationship advice in a very long time. And I feel like from um, our perspectives, our knucklehead perspectives, we can always give just like a weird little, you know, we have kids now. We're all grown up now. We've been through it. We've seen things. And we've also been educated. We've been educated by our, our, uh, Better, better halves. Our better halves. And so I want to get into some of these because I do feel like they're good. And I feel like we're going through, you know, a lot of people are going through the same shit. And well, pandemic adds a whole nother thing too that people are going through. The other now. thing is Evan and I are willing to admit we don't like doing a lot of this stuff, but we admit you have to if you want to preserve your relationship. Oh, <laughs> in the relationship, right? <laughs> there's these things <laughs> the stuff where we it's prescribe like, is not so much. It's not like, you know, there's, it's like you have other, you hear other people talk about relationship advice and like, oh, dude, it'll be like all this stuff is so positive. It's whatever. And they're just like, they act like they really like doing it. They don't like doing it. Well, I think it's a, okay. So I think it's a mixture. I think at first it can be like, I don't like doing it, but I also think it's a little bit like, you know, they talk about how like you can force yourself to smile and then after a while, you're you kind happy. of experience joy because it's like you're kind of forcing yourself to get into that. I think there is a little bit of like, you can kind of, it's like practicing and then all of a sudden the practice becomes the nature. Broads, Jess and Becky here. I have to stop the bros to talk to you for a second about my massive obsession. And this massive obsession has to do with workout sets. And those workout sets are from Girlfriend Collective. Oh my gosh, I love Girlfriend Collective. They're so cute. They make sustainable, soft, supportive activewear that feels as good as it looks. So you can look forward to moving your body. And yes, the word sustainable does get thrown around a lot, especially when it comes to clothing. But Girlfriend Collective 
is the OG when it comes to making responsibly sourced items because they turn plastic water bottles and other waste that would usually end up in a landfill into cute activewear sets. And the sustainability doesn't stop there because they also have a garment take back program called Regirlfriend. So once you wear and love your pieces, you can send them back and they will be upcycled into new girlfriend collective gear. I am legitimately obsessed with the leggings from Girlfriend Collective. They come in all the staple colors, of course, but also a ton of bright, fun colors and seasonal releases. And they even have different compression levels depending on your activity. And they're available in sizes extra, extra small to 6XL. You can feel good in what you wear, whatever you're doing with Girlfriend Collective. For listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25, $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash chatty. So that's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash chatty. That's girlfriend.com slash chatty. Listen, I don't care how much or how little I have going on in life. I really do not want to spend all of my time in the kitchen. I really don't. Thankfully, I don't have to spend more than just a few minutes in the kitchen when I leave all my meals up to Factor. No more recipe finding, no more grocery shopping, no more meal prep, no more dirty dishes. Yes, yes, yes. Just quick, delicious, healthy meals ready in moments. Factor is so cool. So they make it easy to eat clean 24-7 with freshly prepared meals that are never frozen. And they taste so good, it's kind of hard to believe that they're actually good for you. And I know a lot of people think that clean eating means bland eating, but no, 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 no. Factor has an entire team of expert chefs that work hand in hand to create the most delicious meals like the ricotta meatballs oh, with zucchini noodles or lemongrass coconut chicken with cilantro rice. Oh my gosh. Factor even has tons of meals that follow specific dietary preferences, vegan, vegetarian, keto, you name it, they got it. And my God, the ease and the variety all of Factor's meals are ready in two minutes. The ease of it, okay? And with more than 29 meal options each week, the variety. You'll always have something new and delicious to try. And let me tell you, it is delicious. Head to go.factor75.com slash chatty120. Pay attention, guys. And use code chatty120 to get $120 off. Whoa. That's code chatty120. And then here's the website. Go.factor75.com slash chatty120. Go.factor75.com slash chatty120. You're going to get $120 off. Amazing. My thought is sort of similar. My thought is just simply like, if you actually want to preserve your relationship, you got to stop being as selfish. Yeah, you got to focus on what makes other people happy as a relationship, right? right. And be like, it's a give and take. There's a, a balance. Yeah. It's you got to support the supporting. You got to support the person who supports you. Oh, no. Otherwise, you guys, you know, you're not. You're not a tripod, or in this way, even though your relationship isn't really a tripod. Well, it could be. It's like you, you, them, and the love that you guys have. Oh, that's yeah, the tripod. That's, you that's like a that? reach. I liked it though. I liked it. <laughs> I, was, I saved that. Yeah, you were. I you you know what it, it was? You were lost. And then you're like, I'd come up with some bullshit. To and make then I this got tripod found. thing work. I was lost, and then I was. Found. And that's the beauty. That's the beauty. That's the beauty. All right, the first one we have here. As you can this tell, is actually, we're really good at it. Yeah, this is we're 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 podcast nightmares. Ripping right and there. dipping, there dude. Is, Let's we, do we're it. We're in nowhere. Um, okay. Beep, Best beep, tips beep, to support beep, a husband beep. who works hard a lot. 
What would you want your wife to do? You're talking about just you're in a relationship with another guy and he works all day and you're wondering what you can do to support him when you when he comes home. Yes. Dinner on the table or about to be on the table. But what if she works? Same thing. Well, no, but I'm saying she wants to come home and have dinner on the table. But what I'm saying is if they both work and they come, let's like, cause oh, they both work. I'm They're saying, I don't working. know. I'm, I don't know, but I'm saying best to support a husband who works a lot hard. What you would you want your wife to do? There is a level of like, okay, let's, let's not assume that she's a stay at home. Let's a wife or that he, you know what I mean? Let's, let's assume that they're both coming at this from like, a, we both working hard on our perspective situations. What would you want your wife to do? So he's clearly coming home stressed and he's kind but of you want to be like overtly sexual about it. Oh, not, yeah, no, not overtly like just not overtly. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with not. being like, There's that's not, what made me happy. Absolutely not. Well, okay, but, but how about dinner? Okay. So like going out of your way to help to, to, like, to cook or okay, make like something. If you're, if you're home before him, order food to the house. Right, right. Whatever. Just, just, just have you, like, food. Be, um, make dinner effortless for be, him. Be like proactive about like, so he doesn't have to think about it. Like that's yeah. a nice thing to do. So, you know, food will be provided for him in some way or uh, in one form or another. Okay. And um, you could let him watch, you could let him p- decide whatever he wants to watch on TV that night. Right. And just literally just veg out. I, I'm like literally like, you know, we have dog brains as m- if you're like me. I'm just like, when I come home from work, I don't want to have to do anything other than just like lie down. Right. And veg. I just want to be like in my, like wrapped up in blankets or like my favorite most comfort wear and yeah. just sit on the couch and just watch whatever I feel like watching. Like if, you know, if your husband just wants to watch Braveheart or Gladiator or The Last Samurai. Well, there's another question in here. Watch it with him. Right. So there's another question in here that says, my husband gets home from work and he's super stressed and overwhelmed, but he kind of ends up wanting to have some drinks instead of talk to me about it. Mm. And I this hurts my feelings, basically. That's an interesting kind of thing, because I go, like, to be honest with you, like, some people don't need to talk about their stresses. Some people just no. need space. No, and the other thing is, like, talking, there's some people whose perspective, like, you may be coming from the perspective that, like, it makes you feel better, and talking about the things that stresses you out gives you, like, a cathartic release, and that feels like a healthy thing yeah. to you. There's other people where the things that are causing them stress can only, the, the stress can only be alleviated by actionable steps to resolve the thing that's causing them stress. And if they're in a position where they can no longer do that, they're, like, in this passive position where, like, things are kind of out of their control talking isn't going to change the fact that the stressor exists. Um, you like for me with just from my perspective as a, yeah. as a small business owner, like there is a lot of stressors happening out of my control over the last two years that like talking about, it's not going to make it go anywhere. And it's right, like, right. And frankly, I don't want to talk about it when I come home. I want to forget about it when I come home. And I'm not like, it's not like condoning drinking to forget. It's just like, I don't want to talk about work. I don't want to talk about what's making me stressful. Now, the thing that I think is important is like oftentimes the people closest to us, the people we love the most are the people we let our stress out on the most. And you don't want to make your attempt to like, you don't want to take your idea of how you think they should resolve their stress and force them into it. Cause that's probably not going to be met with like, you know, a positive vibe. 
Mm. I also don't think do like, you know, I don't think that a stress relief should be tethered to like drinking or smoking or stuff like, like as someone, you know, like I'm a, I've been a pothead my whole life, but like, I'm very sensitive to the fact of like, am I just looking forward to, to doing that to just like numb the situation? Or is it like more of the like habitual, like it's end of the day, it's whatever. That's when I get concerned about like my own, like, where am I, where am I at emotionally? Like, am I having my nightcap too early? You know, like our routine when I come home, even if I have a stressful day is like interact with the kids, have dinner as a family, put the kids to bed. And then once the kids are in sleep and like all that stuff's done, it's just like, okay, like relax, decompress from the day. Let's have like our moment where now it's us. And then like even still being present for that. And then it's like, okay, now I'm going to get high and just like chill out. Mm -hmm. But there are times where I'm just like the moment I get home, I'm like, I can't even fucking deal with this right now. Yeah. And I just want to check out. Right. And that stuff is like, I find that behavior concerning. Um, but I don't think the move is to like start suggesting like, why don't you do this, this, and this? I think yeah. it's more just being like, hey, like I'm noticing this negative behavior of like every single night you come home, you're trying to drink. Right. That's not good. That's just not good. You know, like I don't think there's an argument that can be made against that. Well, like, okay, so for the first one, which was, what do I do? What I would recommend to you is to look at what he does when you're not around kind of idea. Like, see what he does naturally without you having to do anything and kind of pick up on that. So if he goes, he'd say he's a gamer and he comes home and he like cracks a beer and he games. And like, that seems to be like, let's say you're leaving for the night to go hang out with your friends. Like, and you're, and you ask him what he's going to do. And he goes, Oh, it's been a long day. I'm going to go play games and drink. Right. Or I'm going to go work out or, you know, whatever it is that he likes to do kind of tap into that and see if you can facilitate it in a way that kind of either makes his life easier or to bring you along in it. Well, that's so like, where, I was going to say, I think we're missing a point here, which is, I think like something Becca's brought up to me is wanting to be able to help me feel better. Right. Yeah, wanting so, to be like, wanting to be able to like make me feel better about the stuff that's like making me feel sad or angry or like frustrated being like somehow engage, how engaging with her would make, make me feel better. Right. I think that's what most partners would want to do. Because it's like when you love somebody, when they have a bad day, you have a bad day, you know? Right. And you want to be able to make them feel better, rub their shoulders. Sure. And I think I think you could be like, oh, like he likes to go to the gym. So maybe every once in a while, we go to the gym together. You know, so instead of like you trying to create some sort of like romantic night at home where he's like, I'm just not in that zone. You could be like, let's go to the gym together. Or, hey, babe go play that game. I'll make dinner chill. And then maybe like in an hour we can hang, you know? So you kind of, you kind of work on this togetherness thing. And I think that's what like a lot of guys appreciate too, is like this, you're making an effort. That's not just turning it into what you want to do, but you're actually facilitating a better time for them. And then I actually think that they'll in turn want, so this is, we're combining both these situations. You'll kind of want to then get with, the person who's helping you and being kind to you. So if the, if your guy, let's say in this is the case with the drinking where he's like, I'm not, I mean, you know, there's no, uh, 
you know, there's no, we're not talking about uh, addiction here or anything like that. We're literally just talking about like, let's say he just likes to have a couple beers at the end of the night and he wants to be quiet and chill and not talk. What if you grab a couple beers too and have a couple of beers and just hang out? And you show awesome. you turn on TV too. You know, there's something too where it's like instead of being tweaked out about the fact that he has a couple beers after a long stressful day and doesn't really talk, instead of being like, "Babe, why don't you talk to me?" You could say, "You could just grab two beers too, sit down next to him, flip the TV with him." And I think in that he'll feel the no pressure and he'll start to relax in it. And put then, your head, and then, put your head on his chest, and just chill. And he might kind of relax and go, "Okay, cool, we're kind of on the same level." As opposed to he might feel this pressure of you can't force people to like feel certain things. You just got to flow with them. You know, if that's what you're truly interested in. But that's where I mean, that's the that's the tricky grounds. I think is allowing that kind of space. I mean, you got to like give the, people space. It's not personal. No, it's really hard. And it's really hard not to exert your opinion to somebody, like towards somebody or, you know, be like, you should do what I do. Yeah. Is that what, like, what do you like to do to relax? Me? Yeah. Um, It all depends, but it depends on the day. If the day went good versus bad a little bit. But in general, I would say like, I like to eat. So like generally, if it's like been a long day, like I like to eat because when I'm stressed, I don't really eat. So like I'll, I'll kind of save the eating for the end of the day, like have a beer and eat and chill, not always jump right into a long, crazy conversation, you know? So sometimes just kind of be mellow, watch a, watch a movie or watch a show or something and just kind of chill. And then like, as the show is going, like we're talking now, you know what I mean? But like, I'm not so much of like a open up the door, bam, we're talking. Like I need like at least maybe 15, 20 minutes of just kind of like, going to the bathroom, getting the beer ready, you know, just kind of like slowly zoning into it. And then I can kind of lock into the, Hey, how was your day? Is there anything you need to have happen throughout your day to like, make sure you come home in like a positive light? Um, or like the most positive you can be the most positive. Like, like you say, it's regular, regular work day. Yeah. Certain I, things that you like to have happen like throughout your day that make it like a, you know, just like, Oh, like how was your day? Be like, it was good good i had a good day yeah i mean i like i like work to be all consuming a little bit so like my work can be that way a little bit because i'm in rehearsals with the artists and we're just kind of in it you know we don't really come out for air yeah and then when you so that's why um i really like i get happy when i get home because i've been so in it so my least the days are hard when i come home as if like the day wasn't very busy or it was kind of like a little on and off and there was a lot of waiting around for something or you know what i mean then i come home and i don't feel like i really squeeze the juice you know so i feel like i got a like my favorite i come home the happiest when i feel like the day was really like a lot maybe there was some stress involved because i like a little stress in the day Mm -hmm. too like i like to kind of feel nervousness and i like to kind of feel like whoo we made it you know like today was like that work it was like high stress big like one or two takes of this like $300,000 shoot, you know, it's just very, really, really like stressful, you know? And I like that because it puts you on edge. And then when it's all over, that beer is like 10 times tastier, you yes. know? So that's my ultimate like stressful day, but good stress. And then we survived, you know, yeah. like a little bit on edge, but then you come home and it's like, I'm like, I'm a little manic, you know, I'm a little like wired. That's my favorite. That's nice. All right. Um, how do I get used to my partner farting during sex? I don't think you do. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I don't Can think you trick you your brain into like thinking it's hot? I don't like, I've never, <laughs> I'm pretty confident. I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think I've ever been with someone who's done that. Mm. Or I've never noticed, but that's not something I would 
get used to. I'd laugh probably. Okay. I feel like if you're comfortable, you could laugh. I wouldn't be like a deal breaker. Like, like for instance, if Becca just farted in the middle of sex, I wouldn't be like, that's not like a deal breaker for me, but I well, would no, be like. No, but if it happened is one thing, then it happens. Well, you can't ignore it. You just be like, oh. I don't think you could ignore. I don't think we all just sit around and pretend like it didn't happen. Yeah. That's because that's awkward. I think, I, think you, have, I, I think you gotta say, am I into this? No. Does it gross me out? Yes. You gotta stop farting during sex. Where you just like, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like it's like yeah, it's like it's it's, it's almost looking at it like a a sex move. Like I really don't like when you do that sex move. It, I just not my thing. It's more of a like, but imagine it happening of like any any position you're in, you're just like you're in your zone, and just all of a sudden you just like, and you'd be like. You're like, oh, it just takes you out. That's a hard one. You got to get with you. Just, you got to get I someone like who has I that kink. I would just stop and be like, did you just fucking fart? Right. And if they were like, um, no, I'd be like, yeah, you did. I heard it. Yeah, you did. It would be like, it, I would instantly, if they denied, I'd instantly argue. It also depends too if it, if you, if it smells or not. Yeah. Because if it doesn't smell, you can kind of get away with Pass it. Pass it off as a queef. <laughs> That's kind of hot. You could smell, if it smells, Nothing it's a problem. Wrong with that. But if it if it does smell, that's a rough go. That's rough. Now you're dealing with like, okay, how about this one? When is an acceptable time for a couple to move in together? That's an interesting one. I don't know. When you want to? No, but I think it's interesting because it's like... When it's financially more... Ex- when, when it's financially right. beneficial to the two of you? When you knock them up? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Zing! No, uh, <laughs> just joking. Or just like, well, when you when you have I to. Don't know. I mean, like, I have. No, a but that's fr- a good question. It's like you know, it's like what point in the vibe do you feel like? Okay, let's say you have like a a fast and furious love affair. Well, you're gonna feel like you should move in maybe earlier than you should, right? So it's like, where? What point? But even if you delay, I think like there's so much anxiety about this these kinds of like relationship steps where. Again, like a central theme we always talk about is like, if you want to make things work, okay. you'll find ways to make things work. Mm, My friend just theme. went through, he went zero to a hundred with this girl. They moved in together. And I would just say like, you have to be very careful. Like it doesn't, I, I would say, 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 remove the relationship side. Say it's your best friend you're moving in with. You're going to learn a whole bunch of stuff about this person. You didn't even know about, even if you knew them for your entire life. Yeah. The dynamic of living with somebody shifts your relationship so much. Massive. It they it's it's so hard to not have it fall into a roommate pattern, because the, my friend put this an amazing way. He goes, I I never really want to move in with my with my girlfriends, because he goes the moment I do, all of the excitement and anticipation about scheduling time to spend with this Date person, nights, all that stuff, looking forward to that, having two days apart from them to prepare for seeing them again disappears because you're guaranteed to see them every night every morning every time yeah so almost all the effort sustaining it to that point disappears immediately you have to work at creating the effort exactly and that's where it's like if you don't want to do that then it's gonna flounder if you want to put in that work, then you're going to figure it out and navigate it because it's going to be good and you're going to need to go through that step anyway. And there's going to be like some growing pains. And that's where like I have a buddy who's, um, he's fighting for his relationship and I'm happy for him because mm. his attitude is he's just sort of like, I don't know. He's like, what will, to, to him, he's like realizing that he's like any any relationship with any person could work. Mm. 
It's just, do you trust them to go through the things you want to work on? And am I going to go through the things they want to work on? And yeah. do it with like a positive, like put forth real effort. And, I would say and wait. Engage and meet them in the middle on those things. Yeah, 100%. I would say wait a while. I would say, I would say like make it to where like you're both are dying to do it. Or you both really want to do it. And you've been, you've at least been dating for like, I'm, I'm not, I'm just going to make it up like six months, eight months. Because it's like at the end of the day, like you said, you can't go, like it's hard to go, you can't go back. Even so if it's you like can, once you make that move, it's huge. And if you haven't lived with someone, let me tell you this. It changes your sex life. It changes your day to day life. It changes your anticipation of seeing each other. Like you were saying, it changes um, the the kind of like, oh, I want to impress this person a little bit because you're kind of like, I'm always around them. Uh, it, it removes a lot of mystery because now you're seeing their everyday habits, the way they do things, you know, so I would really say that like. Spend a lot of time in that mystery phase and the honeymoon kind of phase where you're like, you're, 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 there's time away from each other. There's space, there's anticipation, there's sexiness, there's buildup, there's release, like really let go through all that for a long time. And then look at the moving in as like the next phase of like maturity and development, but also be aware that some of that sexy, fun risk excitement will diminish completely as your maturity kind of depth goes up so it's like just know you're gonna lose a little bit of that so hold on to the fun shit as long as you as long as you can because that once once you go that route it will diminish and you just have to be okay with that as your next move but the change you get like it sounds it sounds kind of depressing because like it's there's it's just basically you're gonna have almost immediately your relationship is gonna shift massively yeah but and it's like all those things that you were like think were the positive sides of your relationship like kind of change a lot but the big thing you gain is you realize like um to me it grounds the importance of the relationship more in terms of like that's your number one that's your rock in this way you know and that's where it's like those first questions of like how can i support my this person when they come home right is like that's what the relationship ends up becoming is like how can i support this person well it's not as shallow anymore no because because in the beginning it's all about fun exciting risk sex anticipation right but that's not like sustainable forever like that's a moment in time and then you need to lock into a foundation and so i just think don't rush the foundation because you need to really get all the fun sexiness, no. like go through that pattern Which, for a while. And the fun stuff becomes like, now you go from like planning like restaurant dates to being like, we're making life plans. Yeah, exactly. Be like, dude, we're going to go do some stuff. We're going to save up together. We're going to yeah. do things like it's, it's far cooler. It's far more deep, but it's less um, uh, like exhilarating in less, like a risky way. And so yeah. you just got to make sure that like you're in that space where you've done it. You know, we're on the same page there for sure. Um, let's see. I had a good one here. Oh, how do you deal with jealousy of off- opposite sex friends of your spouse? Work on yourself. Mm. Have trust. Unless, you know, or, I mean, like, unless they're showing problematic behavior that yeah, you can't that. trust. But like, if, if, if it's just purely like my husband has a friend that's pretty or whatever you know what i mean then it's like and there's been no issues and they never dated and there's no signs of anything and like whatever whatever then i agree also just like find a way if you if you know like i'm i'm intrinsically a jealous person you are oh yeah dude i'll admit that i never thought of you as that yeah i would i would have if you if someone were to walk up to you and say 
I'd be like, no, Gray doesn't give a shit. I want to be... Look, especially, I always want to be the center of attention in any relationship. Right. That's where I want... That's where... That's where I want to be. If I feel like someone else is taking my time, I will be jealous of it. But I'm aware of that. So I'll find a way to laugh about myself in that way. Okay, so you're aware, like, so you can kind of mock yourself for it. Be like, yeah, like, I'm I a don't center, know. Blah, blah, you know. You have to know that this is like a personality trait about yourself. Like if you don't, if you can't accept that, then like you're not going to be able to move past it. So does that mean that the other person kind of has to not be the center of attention? Because it's, I would say that you and Becca are identical in that Why way. Why do you so think it's we like, have like, well, this is where like, I mean, this is a lot of the stuff of like Becca and I, I think people get like this misconception of like, we like to tease each other. Even when the other person's like, I'll tease Becca on these platforms. Cause I know that this, there's crossover in that way. And it's fun. It's like funny, but it's not at all like indicative of, I, I, I mean, there's also the fact that Beck and I are so similar in these ways is like a lot of tension. And so like it's, the, the, it's like, it's really great when it's great. And then it's hard when it's hard because of that. Yeah. I mean, because we both want to be, we, we both, I mean, we both, we both want to have the same weight. Yeah, in the relationship where it's like typically it's like you know opposites there's a saying it's like opposites attract or whatever sure 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 where it's like a lot of the times like beck and i's reasons for arguments are because we're both stubborn or we both want to be the person controlling the situation like we both want to be in the driver's seat right and you just can't always have that and right. neither one of us will let an argument rest uh Oh, right. it'll never end. Never end. Never end. And there's like, I think that's something where like people forget, like none of, none of that is like indicative of us having like a troublesome relationship. Sure. I think like, you know, people forget like just because you're not arguing or you're not bickering doesn't mean you're in a good relationship. Of course. That doesn't mean everything's good. No. <laughs> you yeah, know? Of course it's not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, signs of a healthy relationship are actually in the way that you have an argument. It's how you argue, yeah. That's like with friends. Of course. If you get in an argument with your friend and they don't call you for three days, like that's a, that's, that's a sign. That's something you should acknowledge and like right. take into consideration. Or if you get in an argument with a friend and you have like a huge blow, like you guys blow up at each other, but that's not, no one's leaving Sure, no sure, whatsoever, sure. There's going to be a resolve. Take 15 minutes to calm down and then your buddies again. Yeah. That's like, that's a healthy relationship. It's like, there's like resolution in there. Both of us are always trying to find that right. middle point. Mm. Um, but, you know, everyone has also like, you know, everyone's got a different threshold of like what they're patient with. But like I, for instance, would never be able to vibe with someone who was like a pushover. Oh, so you've always been kind of attracted to more... I, want like I, I like it combative you like action yeah because i'm like you know i'm gonna be like well i want to do things my way even though like if i'm left to my own devices i'm just such a lazy piece of shit and like, you'll need you'll need someone to kind of motivate you and give you that and kind of push you and say get, yeah get going like, yeah look, like right now becca and i the big a big argument in our situation is that becca has scheduled nights for tv right we talked about this and this kills me this screen time screen I, time i the reason it's there is because i agree mm -hmm. i don't want to watch tv every single night i think it's a massive waste of time i want to read books i want to paint my i want to do crafts i want to like paint yeah. my minifigures that we do like play warhammer with and like 
do these things that are like time consuming and you have to be like, you know, attentive and, and, you know, I want to make stuff. Sure, sure, sure. But it's so much easier to to turn on the TV. And if I'm left to my own devices, I'll find excuses. I'll argue about why I should deserve to watch TV at this moment. I work hard. And I'll be like, I'm stressed out. I want to forget about it. She's like, well, we agreed on this. Like, you need to turn it off. Tonight is like the night where you're reading books or we're doing like X, Y, and Z. And it's like, I love her for the fact that she'll like sit there and argue and be like, you're not watching TV. Doesn't back down. I don't even, you know, and she'll be like, but then she goes to extreme of like, I don't even want this TV in Right, here. yeah, we're throwing it out. And then I'm like, like whoa, we're whoa, not, whoa, 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 Okay, Brad's interrupting the bros one more time. Listen, we all have our career fantasies, right? You have that moment where you imagine that you're super talented at something and you become super successful at it. For me, it would be poet, dancer, and interior decorator. I would be living in my extreme home makeover dreams day in and day out if I could. What a fantasy. However, that was not my destiny in life. But thanks to my new favorite mobile game, Redecor, I can actually fulfill my interior decorating dreams. This app is so much fun. I love interior decorating apps, especially Redecor. It's so much fun to play, you guys. You get to be super creative. You get to experiment with different types of materials and textures as you design your dream room. And eventually, you can design your dream house. And once you're feeling really confident in your design skills, you can enter into challenges. You can let other players be the judge. That's my favorite part. Seriously, if you have dreams of being one of those on one of those interior decorating shows as a kid, design star, I was obsessed. Uh, this is your shot. It's not exactly the same, but it's pretty close. I love playing redecor when I just need a little bit of a brain break, but I still want to stay creative, like between long Zoom meetings or when I'm just hanging on the couch, but I want to be in that creative headspace. Uh, oh, and not only is Redecor a mobile game, but they also have style guides with tips, tricks, and advice for decorating your own real-life home. Practice your interior design skills and express your creativity with Redecor. Download Redecor for free on the App Store or Google Play Store. That's R-E-D-E-C-O-R on the App Store or Google Play. Uh, okay, here's a good one. How do you kindly reject someone that really likes you? Mm. Just be like, I don't know. I appreciate it. Uh, hey, great. Um, I, I don't. I don't really know how to say this. I just we hang out a lot, you know, and um, you really like Warhammer, and you know, I just I love Warhammer and, and the Hammer of War, and I just I don't know. I I'll just come out and say it like. I like you. I don't. I don't know. What the, I don't know how you feel about that. I. I feel like I was catching a vibe from you, you know. But I don't know. I mean, I just. I really like you. Yeah, you know. What? I really appreciate you saying that. But I'm just not catching those vibes. No, but I'm sending them. Like, I'm. I'm, I'm just not catching them. But I appreciate it, you saying. Do you just it? not have a glove. Look, you I need, appreciate like, the glove it. doesn't fit. Like, what's the problem? Um. No, it's just not there for me. Okay. You it's just not there for me. I'm not interested in that kind of relationship with you. Do you want to be homies? Like, we want to sit and chill. Like, we can do all that. If you want to put your hand on my knee and you want to do it in a supportive way, you can. <laughs> but if you want to do it in anything like in any like a suggestive kind of way, I'm not going to be receptive. I'm not going to appreciate like, it. Like, you can put it on my knee, but no, you don't slide it up any yeah. further than that. Okay. Thanks. Oh, but I'm glad it's all out in the air. You know, like, I'm flattered. Yeah. 
I don't think like, I don't want you to feel embarrassed or whatever. Like if anything, like that's big, like I, you know, I'm happy you did that, but mm. yeah, I mean, not, yeah, that's not, it's not two way that, that road's not going two ways. I mean, there's no way to do it where they're going to love it, but being honest, being nice, nice and honest. I think those are the two things. But you're be. I wouldn't be nice in a way that's like not, no, not leading them on, but like, I would rather, like, I would, but I would, just be nice and honest. Be like, like you said, like, just really like, hey, I really appreciate you saying this and I really care about our friendship and I like you a lot as a as a friend and I just think you're awesome. But like at the end of the day, like I just don't have those feelings for you. I would I would much rather appreciate a flat no. Yeah, but that's you. You know, I don't think you experience human emotions. And so that's something <laughs> we need to address as well, too. <laughs> so I think there's been there have been comments about there have been theories theories sent to me in my DMs about my um, emotional my emotional range you definitely okay i'm way more into like just no you definitely operate in a um space that is that that uh, how do i say this you don't operate in subtleties no just the other day just the other day we were together and you said something in front of someone. I couldn't believe it. You said it. And I was just like, you were just saying something. And it was funny. Cause like, I am definitely a little bit more like, and, and, and like, I'm not even close to Jess, but I'm a little bit more like, I wonder what they're feeling. And you're just like, let me just say this thing I'm feeling. Yeah, I don't care. And it was so funny. Cause in the moment I immediately like, was like, Oh, you're oh like, God. everything's gonna never going to talk to us ever again. <laughs> I was like, what's going to happen? They're never going <laughs> to. I just, I was just like, afterwards, I laughed my ass off because I was like, I was operating on this like subtlety and I don't even know if they felt this way. Or I did it, but, and Gray was just like laughing, having a good time. And there was kind of this thought of like, man, I'm a little jealous of your, uh, the, 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 like you're saying that you don't operate on the subtleties. I'm like more. I don't know. I'm just kind of like... Because you can get caught up in the subtleties. They can become a minutia a little bit. I don't... I mean, this is where it's like... My big thing is like, I... I don't know how it's like sometimes I'm like sometimes I'll be an asshole but at least I'm like being myself so but but they but in but this way where is I'm that like, a mischaracterization like to, are you being an asshole a, or are you just more being blunt and so sometimes people could have feel like I think like it's just being, being blunt or like I, I think it's just like I'm not tactful in these ways okay. where it's like I don't know it came into my head and I just say it right and sure I'm sure like, sure I don't know like are you gonna be to me these are and things you don't where get it's offended like, if people treat you like that I don't dude but see, that, I don't that's, I think and that's as long as that too, is like, works then you're good yeah but it doesn't always go that way and what I appreciate in those is if someone is just be able to be like, yo, like, I don't understand why you just said that or like, whatever. I would like, I would <laughs> much rather be like, I love that. I, what I don't like is if someone just like plasters a fake, like fake smile or just like, you know, situation. And so you'd then much rather have a brutal and, honesty that's just like, oh, then kind of like a uh fake smile kind of giving you the hundred percent sure sure i would much rather have an open honest disagreement with somebody right than to just be like pretend like everything's fine got it and that's where i'm like to me that's where i'm like you like i might have said something wildly offensive but you're dishonest okay here okay let's do this quick example and then we'll, then we'll do one more of these and then we'll wrap it up instead of dishonesty uh-huh. more look at it like this okay this is actually a really good comparison Okay, 
This is like putting your brutal honesty to the test. Okay. You make food. Uh huh. I think it tastes like shit. And I go, it was good, dude. Thanks for thanks so much for that. It was really good. And I go home and I was like, fuck, that was gross. Or do you want me to go, this is fucking gross? Because one is like, it's, it's one if there's a disagreement where it's like, what you did was wrong. And I'm saying, no, what I did was wrong. But one is just like, a, there's honesty. And then there's like, uh, unnecessary oversharing. And I think sometimes that's more the question is like, there's the like, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's kind of like the, what are your thoughts on that? Like, because there is a lie. If I told you your food was good and I walked away and said, thank you, it is a lie. I thought it was gross. Here's my. Or do you want the, re- do you really want honesty in that way? So my take on that is I'm like, it depends on the, f- okay. So it de- like if I said it's gross, would you be like, Evan's a dick? I mean, I was just being honest. No, I actually wouldn't. I wouldn't think you were a dick for doing that. Okay. I think it depends on, I, for me, it would be like, did you try it? No, I mean, you watched me eat it. I ate it with you. I, we had dinner together. If, you you, ate, you if I made you food and I see you take like a few bites of it. I ate, I ate the whole thing. Oh, if you eat the whole thing. We're I'm together. Like, we ate the whole for thing. For sure. We're, I would literally be like, why did you eat it? I was, I was trying to be nice. I'd be like, well, fuck, dude. Like, let me make you something you do. Like, you don't even have to, if you don't like it. To me, I'm like... I, I would really appreciate the whole thing, but like to I ate me, enough to be like, like you tried. So if you ate the whole thing and told me you didn't like any of it, I would be like, wow, dude, that's so like stand up that you finished <laughs> right. your plate. <laughs> right. I have so much respect for you for the fact that you finished it and then told me you didn't like it at all. Mm. I would love that. I'd be, I would talk about that so much. <laughs> I would like bring, that's like something I'd bring up and like, like crazy for. You're for real. Hero. Yeah, right, Because right. I'm like, dude, how many times are people put in those situations where they just plaster, just like, oh yeah, it's fantastic. I'd be like, dude, that's fucking terrible. Right, it right. was burnt. It'd be like, we all know it. Right. We all know it. Like, it'd be like, I don't know. Sometimes it's just a big swing and a miss. Of Becca course. tells me all the time, I'll cook for her. <laughs> so just be like, this is gross. Well, so like, I like to cook like, like simpler stuff. Like I'll do things where like, I'll make like a lot of broth stuff that's okay. like not she likes really robust broths and i'll come Subtle. and do like something really light and like take like you know um they're called bonito flakes okay but they're um fish flakes and i'll like i'll soak those in water with like a little bit of sake and like a little sure. bit of soy sauce that and then amazing. put a little miso in there and but this is like this isn't like a concentrate it's like a good amount of water and that's the, and then I'll put like a little tofu. So it's much lighter. Be like, yeah, like that's the, that's the soup. And she'll be like, this is just like salty water. And she's like, this is just like light. And there's like, whatever. Like, she's like, I'm not into this. And I'm just like, okay, you don't have to eat it then. Like, you know, I don't know. I right. like it. It doesn't affect my so it doesn't appreciation. Offend you. You're hard not to offend. Are you hard to offend? Would you say? I'd say so. Yeah. Because you I'm seem also hard like, to offend. Because I'm also people take so many things of like at, at, they they take conversational opinions as being like that's what this person believes, right? As opposed to being like in this moment, in this day, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling combative. I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna take the opposite per- per- perspective from you on everything you say in this moment today. Tomorrow, it's like I could have an opinion on the way that this person dressed for their interview, and be like, "Why would you dress for an interview like that?" And the next day, I could be like, "You know what? Like, if if you're if the person you're interviewing for gives a shit about the way you dress, fuck them." It's like I don't have to be consistent. When did we ever have like agree that we're gonna go out into the world and be consistent? 
<laughs> Dude, Gray's like, on one right now. No, He's but firing. I'm just saying, like, sure, I don't sure, get sure. it. I don't get that of, like, when did we all get, like, so overly sensitive to the point that you can't just, like, forgive people or give them leeway in conversational, right. like... I don't know, you know, like I'm not I'm not running for president. When did that when did the things like when do I have to follow up? Sure, sure. To me, like the only stuff that matters are like when you give someone your word, when you promise that you're gonna do something, um, or when you're put into a situation where like your actual character is being tested. Sure. Of like, are you gonna support someone in a situation where they're in need? Mm. And to me, it's like if you judge people based on like flippant remarks that they're saying in conversation, based instead of like actionable things that you can like actually say like this is who that person is um i don't know i think about those like when you talk talk to someone who's lived longer than any of us like you talk to your parents things that stood out to them about their friends or like who called them when their parents died Mm. who offered to not just call them who offered to come out and visit them or it's like stuff like that where it's like it's so easy to have a friendly conversation with someone, it's so much harder to actually be like a supporting role in other people's lives. And to me, I'm like, I would rather base people's character, like judge their merit as a human being on those things than some fucking thing that they said in conversation. That was, you know, I can turn back and laugh on it. Be like, that was a dumbass comment you made. Or have someone tell me that I was a dumbass in that situation. But I'd rather them like, I don't know. I, I'm like, I, when, when did we stop being able to forgive people like that and not just think about them like in those times when it really matters? Because none of those conversations matter. Right. It doesn't. It's just filling up space mm. in our sad fucking meaningless <laughs> lives as we just... Yeah, <laughs> we're just waiting to die. I just asked him if, if I said I didn't like his food and then Fuck we're, you. I don't even know where we are. <laughs> we're off in like the visiting them when they're dying. <laughs> I'm serious. He's on one, ladies and gentlemen. You feel me though? I totally feel you. You have those friends where of you're like, course. man, I thought that person was my friend. And then oh. you asked him for something like legitimate and I, they just totally let you down. Dude, and you're like, you're I, an asshole. I know a guy like that. That's like on the surface, nicest guy on the planet, sweetheart, fun to be around and just is absolutely has not there. You know what I mean? And so it's like on paper, nice guy, fun guy ever. But then at the same time, like doesn't do shit. Yeah. For your life and isn't there ever. And like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a, I don't care if you say the right thing. I want to see you do the right sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. So, so, yeah. So, it's also a character thing, right? If it's this guy you meet at the supermarket, he says some kind of like offhanded, rude shit. You're like, oh, fuck this guy. But if there's like something backing it, like a friendship, it's then like obviously. An, it's like an anti hero. Sure, sure. Um, This is a good last one here. How do you meet? If you're a single person, how do you meet people? I guess apps, right? Apps are a thing. But let's say you don't want to go app. That's like a tough... I was thinking about the other day, like, if you're just single, it's like, man, like, how do you go out there and, like, meet new people I that are possibly, like, connection for you? It's really... It's got to so be So many online. theories on these things. Pick one. So many theories. Okay. okay. Well, first off, apps cause me a ton of anxiety. Okay. I was never good on Tinder. I'd never good in like never good with like the openers dude, online. AOL, like, like AOL Messenger. Well, remember that you were shit? like five. But yeah, like, I was never good at it. I had friends who'd sit there and be like, "Oh my gosh!" Talking like, to girls, yeah. I'd be like, "What do you?" There's just like too much nuance in 
So before Becca, you, you were never doing calculate. the online thing. No, dude, I was never. I have met up with one girl from Tinder. I don't think like I had the amount of times I deleted that app and then gone back to it. It's like always getting drunk with friends and being like, oh, let's all like download Tinder and just see so what, what would you What would you give to a recommendation to someone who goes, I'm single right now. I'm just, I don't know how to meet someone. I don't, I never had any luck going out to like a bar and in that situation, I just thought those were too loaded. I would be like, um, you have to take, it's like, my advice is just, you could join somewhere where there's a social. Yeah. Social dynamic. Find, like find a, a uh, what do you call it? Yeah, find an activity that you like, and then join something around where that. there's social in that, and you're gonna see people in this way. Because let's be also um, real. If you're in a couple, most of the time you're not gonna join these social connections. No. Like you know what I mean? You're gonna kind of like do it with your person or do it alone. But you're not. If you're if I'm like if I really like uh, bike riding, I'm not gonna join a bike riding club by myself. Really. You, I mean, you can, but like, you would know what I'm saying. You will if you're single. Totally. So other single people, single people will be doing that as opposed totally. to like a bunch of people in relationships probably won't be joining that. So it's probably. But I think you also need to take advantage of these moments that th there's. It's like the movie, like like when your life feels like a movie moment in this way, where it's like you kind of just have to take advantage of those situations. Like, um, I think like asking someone out in the middle of the day. Mm. is a really strong move not like a supermarket a supermarket approach i think is a super strong move of like see someone cute in the supermarket and you feel like oh like this isn't this isn't the appropriate time when it's like actually i totally beg to differ because that time versus when they've gotten themselves done up and prepared and are trying to project a certain image in themselves out into the world and like try to like lure a type of person in I just find all of that to be so dishonest and like not real. Whereas like if you see someone at two in the afternoon at Trader Joe's buying fucking cashews. Your guard's down. You're and they're in like whatever, like post work, sweatpants, pajamas, I mean, who cares? And you're just like, yo. And you make someone feel special in that like super mundane moment of their life. That to me is like such a better approach to dating. And then you, and then the thing is, is like, if you schedule a time to hang out with them, you get that wonderful anxious moment of looking so forward to it. And suddenly like everything's just better because you have arranged a date mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter how the date goes because it's not in your control. It's just the excitement but of you it. Have it. And you get to look forward to it and you get to like, you know, uh, I was going to say something about brushing your teeth because it doesn't do anything, <laughs> but you get right, to right, floss right. with extra meaning. There you go. Dude, and I remember, I remember I uh, asked a girl out once at like a surf shop and it was just like, I was in there shopping and I went to go buy the stuff and I was just, I looked up and I was like, I don't, you see immediately you're like, like, you're like, yo, you're hot. I was like, yo, you want to get tubular with me? <laughs> I was like, like, yo, <laughs> you want to go shred some gnar together? What's up? No, you actually know what I did. Tell me. I went in, I bought the thing, I left and I go, I should really get that girl's number. And I went in and returned it. And I was like, to be honest with you, like, I just don't think I'm going to need this, but can I also, and I like, I like did it to get her number. You know what I mean? And then I actually wanted the thing. So I was so nervous that I just kind of like, I just had to find a reason to go back in there because I felt too awkward I love to like, these stories. I, I felt so awkward to go back in and just be like, actually can i i don't know what it was about the moment but i just was like too nervous you know what i mean i loved i loved getting to ask girls out on dates 
it's like such a scary, fun, exciting. It's so exciting, but you're like nervous and like. It's the best. I would like, uh, to me, I mean, Beck and I talk about this all the time of where we were like, man, like the thing I missed most about not being in a relationship yeah. is just the excitement of like talking to that person and then asking the them if they want to hang out. Yeah, sure. Oh my God. There's nothing better. But I really do like my advice would just be like, make, take advantage of the mundane quiet parts of life that are like seemingly just like gap fillers go and out on make a limb. it make it really special and like the thing is is like even if that person says no you made their day as long as you're not a fucking creep but you make their day that's true they felt amazing because they're like oh someone really thought i was good looking or someone i thought it was cool or nice or whatever totally they'll talk about it to all their friends they'll talk about it endlessly be like i was in my sweatpants and i was like super you know just whatever and this person asked me i like, couldn't believe it yeah i had dude i mean like i remember in in college i talked to a girl she was sitting on the computer next to me and i just like looked up and i was like oh my god and then all of, i was just like what what can i talk about like what can i talk about and, like found a reason to like talk to her for like 3 minutes got so nervous and then left and then i spent every day looking for her going back to the library for like hours looking hopefully she'd show up hopefully i'd run into her again at this mutual place that we had met up and it took like four weeks and i ran into her like in the parking lot and i was like oh my god and she was like hey and i was like dude like i'm so she's like why didn't you ask for my number and i was like i honestly have no idea i was like i've thought about that every day for like the last month and did you guys go out yeah and it was awesome. But it was like that thing of like, I One had, time or multiple times or multiple times, but I had doubted that moment. I had been like, no, like this isn't like, I don't know. And then it was like all the reinforcement I ever needed was like, no, like that two minute, like if you can stop someone during something and they engage with you for a couple of minutes, ask them for their number. I would, I was taught or oh, this was when my, one of my friends came up with was like, if you meet somebody, how do you break that ice of making it suddenly into like a flirting moment and finding this stuff out. And I was like, you just have to ask if they're single. The moment, my personal thought is the moment you ask someone, are you single? Every single thing you do after that moment is flirting. Mm. Cause you just asked, you're just like, yo, I'm interested. Sure. Are you single? If they're like, yeah, I am. And then you'd be like, for real? You know, I had a mind fuck once. I remember this girl gave me her number unpronounced just walked her up to me and was just like i want you to have this like i think you're super cute and i just think i really like your vibe and i called her and she never called me back (laughs) (laughs) and i was like what the fuck is this like you went out of your way to give me your number it's just an anxious person and then i called you Mm -hmm. and then you never called me i'm like what is happening well, she could here? be receiving this be like i have no idea who this caller is like i'm not gonna pick that up no but i left a message i was well, then like she could be like oh my god that guy called me back like and then she just kind of never i remember that I, I always remember that i always thought that was so weird i was like to never call back after you went out of your way to give someone a number that was like a one and done i've never had that before like that they never called back after they gave you the number. Like what a mind fuck. Bro, I asked him. I, I didn't know how to be after that. I was like, I, who am I? What is happening? You're just making me remember all these times of like situations when you'd ask, ask girls out. Sure, of course. The worst thing in the world is when you yes. really like the girl. You never really found a move. 
And then you find out later she was super into you. Uh, that's the worst. That is, I've had that before, and it's the worst feeling on God's earth. That's when what you I'm were talking like, you about. You thought the girl was cute. You thought you had this crazy connection, but you just never really found the time. And then maybe you just fell away or whatever it was. And then Don't. like a year later, uh. you go, you find out your buddy was like, oh yeah, dude, she was obsessed with you. And you're like, no. no! Like, that's it. Don't waste those moments. Don't waste. Just go for it. You Worst case scenario, like, they say no. Oh my god, you don't, dude. Those things will haunt you. Haunt you. They will literally haunt you. Don't ever waste those moments. Like the don't let the the, the anxiety of like what could like destroy. Just do it. Those opportunities for you to have excitement in your life. Just do it. I asked the waitress out when I was having dinner with my whole family, my aunts and uncles. I hung back with my mom. <laughs> my mom was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to ask this. I'm going to ask the waitress out. She's like, seriously? How'd and I go? was like, yeah. And my whole family waited outside the restaurant. My mom told them that they, I was going to do this. And they all waited outside the restaurant. And she had like disappeared. And I asked her coworker, I was like, hey, where's that girl who was serving us? I was like, is she around? They're like, yeah. And I was like, can you, can you go grab her? I was like, I just want to ask her something. And they're like, what do you want to ask her? I was like, I'm going to ask her for a number. And I was like, is she seeing anyone? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, can you just go grab her? And they she brought her out. And I was just like, hey, like, you know, I was like, just wanted to know, you know, like I was vibing on, vibing on whatever you're putting out there. And just like, do you want to hang out when you get off work tonight? Like, she's like, is that your whole family outside? I was like, yeah. And she was like, do they know you're asking for my number? And I was like, yeah. I was like, it's going to be really embarrassing if you don't give me your number. But I was like, don't give me, don't give me your number just to make me feel better. I was like, I just want to know if you want to hang out. And she was like, yeah. She gave me her number. And then I went out and my whole family was like, what the fuck? Did you guys like, go out well, that night? We ended up not meeting up. Mm, it's one of those. But well, I was, dude, it was, I was in Seattle for like two days. Got it. Okay. So it was just like, <clears> oh, didn't like work fuck out. It, dude, I'm going to just, you know, yeah. yeah, but it didn't work out, but it was still like, you don't, I, I firmly believe like, don't waste those opportunities. Don't waste Worst case scenario, they go, uh, yeah, totally. Or no, no, thank you. And you go, okay, cool. Done. Those, Bye. Next on. But the thing is those opportunities in life, like when you can find, when you find your ability to take advantage of those little moments where you're like, I'm not sure if I should do this. Right. Do it. But that's when like th things become exciting and like you stop doing the same thing you do every day you break your routine and yes. you make life special yes and you have like all this stuff and even if you get sad it's like those emotional swings are like that's it's what may, it's it's called being alive yes it's called being a human being and being alive yes don't seek comfort don't seek uh safety don't be like i'm not going to go ask that person out because it's like i'm scared of the re rejection you know what if you're single go out and start meeting people yeah like i hate to say it the weird in a weird way but like be like join a club hang out with people be awkward make an awkward comment hit on the guy at the club at the at the coffee shop uh be uh, walk up to someone and be like hey like i really like your shirt like that's a really cool shirt where'd you get it and they go oh i got it from here oh that's awesome i love that uh, i know that band too like where have you seen them lately you just have you just talk and, and if it's awkward and if they, they and if they you know cold shoulder you then you go anyway okay cool bye and then you move on like i'd say Put yourself out there all the time. And stop catering to everyone else's emotions. Stop worrying about what someone's going to think about like you. You, exactly. Just be honest Occupy and be fun and be cool. your yeah. space. And like if someone doesn't like you, fuck them. That's the attitude you have to have. Yeah, the only reason why if you walked up to someone and you were nice to someone, that's another thing too. It's like be kind to people. Like be 
generous and kind to people like don't be an asshole just like be kind to people and if if you're kind and you're honest and you up to someone and they're not nice to you it's because they have deficiencies in their lives completely and they are struggling with something and they don't know how to deal with their insecurity that's it so you can never look at it like as a uh, you know, as a reflection of yourself. No, and you should definitely like. I mean, I think one of the hardest things is 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 um, recognize your own value. Yeah, like when people when people aren't like, you're not always. You know, most you have to accept too. Most of the time, it's not going to work out. Oh, most yes. of the time your relationship isn't going to work out. Most that of the time your business, most of the time your everything's not going to work not out. You gonna just got to be in your favor. You just, just got to get one right. You know what? In baseball, you know what a really good hitting average is? Is 30 th- fucking 0.337. Right. It's like the highest end. One third of the time they're succeeding. All, one third. Well, think about it. All That's you gotta phenomenal. Get is, all you got to do is get it once right. Yeah. So if you're dating 100 people, all you got to do is just hope that one works and then you'll be with your person. It's not about like, you don't get to get a 30 out of 10. You get to get no. one out of 10. No. Or one out of 100 or whatever. So it's just like, be out there, learn, learn things, learn yourself. You're going to learn about yourself in the process. It's a beautiful, don't look at it like you got to find your husband. You got to find your wife. You got to find your partner. Look at it like, this is a beautiful experience I get to have. But until you have that person who can be your rock, you have to be your own rock. Mm. you have to be able to make yourself this is resilient. not about other people no it's all about because what you the way you feel about yourself is projected into the world it's such a cliche but it's ridiculously true there's and that's that's where that's you know that, that saying bde that big dick energy yes you gotta own it when you go out and do that stuff speaking of the way you see yourself is the way the world the way you project yourself we lost a good one we, oh, we lost a legend God, and not man. a good one in a uh, quality way we lost a wild i mean can you believe this happened you know what though what there's always a comeback uh you know what's funny there's always so a we're talking about shanae was defeated by Genevieve. Shocking. Because Genevieve was like sad and kind of mopey and just like couldn't believe that Shanae had created a completely false accusation that she was not there for the right reasons and she was an actress and all this shit. Dude, Genevieve handled it so meekly and chill that I literally think that was the moment where where uh, Clayton's like, oh shit, you're crazy. Yeah, totally. Because like, she went too far. Person and another person. But it also she went too far. It was yeah. like, she didn't go, she didn't just make it about her and try to outshine Genevieve. Her only tactic was, let me hate on Genevieve. And that's when he goes, wait, there's no way that you have, a, that you're creating, you've created these false narratives for every person in the house. That was an overcalculation on her part. She should have actually made it just about him and her. And he, he, she would, he, she would have won. Yeah. Because I didn't, I feel like he was vibing on Genevieve, but I feel like she was kind of beat up. She was but tired. But that was her strat. That was that but, was Shanae's only strat was right, she kept but, furthering right. But they had a hot sexual chemistry because they were always like making out like crazy. And Genevieve, you could tell she was tired. She was like kind of not wanting to fight anymore. And so it was kind of her Shanae's for the taking a little bit. And if Shanae would have shifted into like, let's be sexy together and just have fun, I feel like she would have had it in the bag. It's the fact that she then goes, well, you know, Genevieve, and it was like he he kind of just was like, wait. You saw, you saw like okay. the lights went on. So now here's, like, holy shit. Here's where following, 
first off, R.I.P. Raz Al Ghul, but you're never dead. R.I.P. Raz Al Ghul. You're never dead. You're coming back. Women's Tower Paradise. I'm proud of you, but you did not last as long as you should have lasted. So excited for the Women Tell All. I cannot wait. Um, new villain. We have a new villain. So before we before we touch into the new villain, which I definitely want to get into, mm-hmm. the second. So Shanae, Shanae loses, and I love it too. She's just like, first Clayton. I never want to see him again. That was the best. It was so like, that was my. I'm so glad you. I forgot about that. With me, I love that because she was going into it being like, Clayton's mine. Clayton's like, like, fuck him. him. Yeah, I loved that, bro. Also, real scary when she did the tears again. And then she was all happy about it again. And too. she's just like, and I did the tears again. You know she's how hard like, that is. I didn't know if they like, would come. And then they come. And I was like, oh, I've got this in the bag. And I was like, you're a psycho. That's where I'm like, thank you. You know, it's that, next level. You know, this is something where this is where we have to have those guys back on so we can talk about this because I'm always going to hammer my perspective that there's like these people. This is who she is, man. That's kind of my thing, too. This is, is like, who she is, dude. There's no, some real like, fucked up people. <laughs> there's no fucking way you especially, can just encourage someone to do that kind of stuff. Especially next to Genevieve. When yeah. You're like seeing someone who's like really seems to be pretty genuine about the whole process and next to a legitimate crazy person who's just like, yeah, I manipulated him again. Dude, and just like, oh. Thank you. Wow. But you never know, right? But this is where we have to have that. This is where my my dream with them is to be able, like, when we have this, we got to have them on speed dial. That's what we were talking about. And Remember just we were be saying? like, okay, like, is this, you know, let's talk about this. Is this real? Is it not real? Well, we is were this... talking about having them as correspondence. We need so, it. So, like, we maybe once it. a month, we bring them in to discuss a, f- a few topics I also that think we, wanted, we need to deal with. I don't think it's unhealthy if we disagree we're with them. We're talking about the Game of Roses, things. by the way. Yeah, Game of Roses. Guys, listen to the last episode. Wake was, up and was, listen to it. It was fire. And they're amazing. I really love them. I did, They're too. hilarious. And they have a totally different, like, a totally raw perspective on the show mm-hmm. uh, that kind of pulls the curtain back on the whole thing. And we're still kind of like you know believers you were still a little like well uh, they just they break the down thing. the thing is is they they break down responses and it's like super it is like a science in this way like if you play these emotional cards to someone you're going to get a certain response mm-hmm. it's statistically shown from their research it's super interesting i just i'm i'm not you know if they're listening i appreciate it but i will say i'm i'm still not totally in the camp that things are as deliberate as, as perfectly structured yes you know um so it's funny the second this happened and, and you know and the, and the whole thing goes down i the first thing i thought of okay well what we're experiencing now is that the common enemy just left is gone so when every it's like it's like allies, the, right? Yes. When like when all the allies come together, when there's the big bad wolf to take down, you take away the big bad wolf, and then everybody goes, "Wait a second, why do you have more of this than I do? Wait a second, And then they start fighting amongst themselves. Yeah. We need something to make us unite. Yeah. If you don't have it, you, well, I'm just going to start looking at my neighbor and being like, hate, oh, "Wait, your lawn's nicer than my." Creates unity. There you go. You're absolutely right. <laughs> It really does. You unite around something you all disagree that you dislike and you have like everyone's your best friend as long as you all dislike the same thing. Because you went from like, because they were popping bottles of champagne for Sinead leaving. Like they were literally like, yeah. And the first thing I thought of was like, uh oh, who's next? You know what? There's, who's you know, going to get picked okay, up next? And we saw it. You know who peeves, you know who pisses me off in a room full of random people the most? Who? Someone who just loves everything. 
Okay. Someone who's someone just, who just loves everything. Who's just super. Oh my gosh. I just love all of is it. Is that because you don't believe them? Yes. Got it. So it's and not I'm, that they actually love everything. It's that you don't believe they love everything. Yeah. Like no one can love everything. I love the skeptics. I love the person who's like overly critical, not overly critical, but just, just enough. Crit- mm. You got to have some criticisms, you know, you know, everything is amazing. Mm. The buffet, at the, you know, the buffet at like a shitty roadside motel isn't going to be amazing. Yes. You know, you can I, talk about course. it. You can talk about it. It's like, it doesn't, you know, let's whatever. get into it. Anyway, following um, this though. So, so then we go, you know, so everyone loses their common enemy, which you know, just now it means like Lord of the Flies. And we got this like dynamic going on with Sarah and Mara, which is very, the oldest and the youngest. Well, you saw it come out. During the comedy show. Yeah, which would be brought up. Which, but she just let that. <laughs> Why don't you leave, and, you desperate bitch? It was and just that's like, the Whoa. thing that I'm like, and that's another example of that's who she is. It starts to fire Those up. are her insecurities that are coming out after all the stress of being on the situation and not getting to where she wants to be. She clearly has this, this age thing that really grinds her gears. So it's like cocky, young attitude seems to just really be the thing that like she can't handle and sarah which is weird because they don't give her an edit that shows this right like you've seen nothing but sweetness it really looks like it's coming but like they've shown nothing but sweetness but the fact that like mara is pissed it must show must there just must be an attitude vibe that she presents that like and you see a little tinge of it remember after the date where she's crying, but you see a little dude, tinge of that. Like, what do you, you think you, is that all you got to take down? I was like, Oh, but there it is. I would be okay. Can you blame her? Mm-mm. I would be fired up. If I came in that situation and was like, someone's talking shit about me in that way. And I just had to go through this emotional roller coaster trying to prove myself. Hear me out though. Get my rose, walk out. I'm going in that house on fire. She has every right to be mad, but not, but my thing was not that she has every right to be mad. Her, her language and her attitude coming off of that being angry was less um i'm fucking pissed whoever did that to me because that was uncalled for it was you think that's do you think it's gonna you think that's what it's gonna take to get me off this show you have near no match that was her energy which is a lot more of kind of like game player than like hurt that a friend would do that kind of shit you let know what me, i'm saying okay let me ask so i feel like it was a little window into maybe what we're gonna see from her and maybe mara has a little bit of a point where mara's in just full breakdown she's freaking out her brain's exploding she can't even see straight anymore she's lost her mind so this is for me if it was guys room full of guys okay. would that be grounds for a fight like a physical fight yeah and all the i'm no. so i'm shocked there aren't more fist fights or there aren't like any fist fights in this entire franchise. Because I, first of all, there's lawsuits, so people can get sued. So I don't think they want to do that. It's for, and then I, uh, if, you were, if you sit around, if you sit around and spread rumors about somebody and they find out and then they come and punch you in the face, you deserve it. What happened to the good Especially old, my dad will sue you. You know, you could always use that. Hell no. What happened to my dad? <laughs> Me and my dad are both going to get together and kick your ass right. and your dad's ass and your grandpa's ass and right. your dog. You know what my dad does? Remember that one? I thought you were going to tell a story about your dad beating the crap out of somebody. <laughs> no, I have I some good ones in my family. Yard. My criminal family, though. I got Did, some good ones. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's when you got to call in that sus uncle oh, and just be like, dude, this dude disrespected me. This dude, dis- I'm coming after you. But for Who real, said so, it? So Who said it? Let's for real. We're on the show together. Yeah. And I go, hey, um, you know, Casey, uh, this is the Bachelorette. 
Casey, uh, you know, here's the deal. And I'm grasping the straws. Uh-huh. You're 23. Uh-huh. I'm 40. You know, whatever. And I'm, I'm on edge, but I'm just trying to like take someone down with me. And I go, I don't think he's here for the right reasons. I think he's kind of an actor. You know, I think he's just trying to get cred. And I, to be honest with you, I just don't, he's definitely not here. Whatever, whatever. You know, I'm like just talking shit. And then, yeah. and then you go to see Casey and Casey goes, is this true? And you guys are crying and it's really hard because you really want to prove to her that you love her, blah, blah, blah. And then you come back in the room. What happens? Like, do you physically get altercation or do you just feel like you just get in a yelling match? I think it depends on if they deny it. No, I'm not denying it. I say, I do think, I think, I think that you're kind of just like here for the wrong reasons. And I just think that she needs to know that. I would get in the, I'd probably be like, it would take so much for me not to just be like schoolyard. Like we're going to, yeah, I would honestly like there's moves like that. I just like, don't, I don't understand. And she said it so right going in where she was just like, you see in that moment where she's talking to producers and she's like, someone's just clearly insecure about sure. the lack of, of attention the lack getting. of direction that and the fact that sarah has. had gotten a second date yeah that was the ultimate dagger and she was just like they're clearly coming after me for whatever reason possible because they're insecure about their position with this person yeah now the high road would just be to take stock in that correct take stock of like my position and my relationship with clayton or as she says it clayton, clayton. is further yeah it drives me insane that it's just clayton um uh, that hers is further along than everybody. She doesn't need to go out and do petty stuff. Now, if you're petty like I am and you won't let that go, you bet your ass you're going to march into that room and be like, who said it? Who said it? Sure. I'd want to come in. I would be like, I wouldn't care. And if Clayton had an issue with me getting all fired up, I'd be like, what do you want me to do? I'd be like, I'd right. do the same thing for you. Found out someone's lying about Fight you. Fight for my king. Behind your back. Exactly. Um, I'd come in, be that girl in the bar. I'd be that girl in the bar, just like, like smashing my glass on someone. <laughs> right, right. Be like, get out of here. <laughs> Getting pulled out, kicking my heels yeah. all over the it place. It was tough, man, to watch Mara melt down because it's like she got to that place where then she's yelling at Clayton for not picking her. The second you start trying to explain to someone why they should like you, not it's a good terrifying. place. It's not a good place to be. It's terrifying. It doesn't make you look good. It makes you look but Well, she's sad. panicking. She's panicking. It's almost like being mad like you know it's like you can't once someone doesn't put you in that category like you're you try to fight for it in a way of like just trying to convince them of why you should get it's like dude it's there's, just bad look you guys there's also the, in talk, terms of relationship and dating advice this is a lot of like do and do not when you watch this show when you see how people handle these situations especially like i don't know um think about like your partners if this is how you if this is like the, some of the feedback you're getting like you don't want to be in Mara's position where you're just like vying. No, you're that clearly, kind of stuff. And you're there are people, are, there the are people who are in there. Yeah. There are people who are in that position. You need to wake up and realize that's not where you need to be. Right. You want to be getting those roses. It's a little bit like on paper, he should like me. Therefore he's wrong to not like me. And it's like, you, that's not how find someone works. who does that's just not how it works find someone who yeah. does find someone who likes the, 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 the you and not it seemed the, like she was reading um, inspirational quotes. It was just a lot of these kind of weird, like random comments of like, I know you're, I know, I think I know you're trying to, you're trying to hype yourself up to make yourself not feel insecure about the fact that like you feel like you're behind here, but like stop doing this and just like focus on creating a great vibe because like what he's going to remember is you being an awesome hang and not the fact that you like fought him into convincing him that you are the pick. Like that's that, just scary. 
it's what it's I, really I don't think scary. it's scary i think what it is is um too much time stuck in the mansion not getting picked and you're just sitting there grinding all day but she's just grinding all day she's losing her mind you know she's like she's just kind of like you know if you're sitting around all day long just thinking in your head why isn't he picking me what's going on and then you start to get angry and then you start to get frustrated and then you start to go wait actually it's his fault you know it's just like you're that we, that we you know the show clearly saw a weakness in her about this and they're like we're going to capitalize on it yeah we're going to give sarah another date we're going to put her on the group date we're not going to let her see him you know like she they just kept fucking with her and they, you tell that they knew they saw the cracking and they're like we're gonna put the pressure on but it. that's why she scares me teddy doesn't scare me look at teddy look how teddy handled it speaking of teddy i thought their conversation about her virginity was really great well you know what i loved was finally it was a conversation about virginity removed from a religious perspective and it wasn't this like oh you know what you're right and they didn't do the teddy the virgin they no. brought her in as a virgin and we never heard about the virginity again no. until now And she was just like you know what like and I just appreciated that she was like, I am a virgin from like sort of being traumatized by my mom's bad experience. Yeah. That was a really mature back and forth about something that's kind of taboo to talk about or like the show is kind of made in a lot of ways a mockery of, you know, like here comes silly virgin guy, you know, like they always kind of do this. They do. Yeah. So I liked that like it was actually just kind of a beautiful conversation about love and sex. I, I thought also, it was interesting. I loved that Clayton was also sort of like, I really don't care. Well, that was the thing. Is he said, I don't care, but I do have a couple questions about it. Yeah, just for And I thought it was like, that was cool. And she was, she handled it perfectly. She wasn't panicky. She wasn't afraid. Like, she wasn't like, do you still like me? She was just like, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And he's like, beautiful. Can I ask a couple questions? And then he walked away from it. I was like, that was pretty beautiful. I really liked it. I did too. I felt really good about it. It was one of those positive moments for Clayton for me. Well, Clayton... Yeah. And Toronto. Remember, he always said that. He's like, Toronto. we're off to Toronto. And I was like, what is with the pronunciation? Man here? likes his consonants. He l- loves a good... T- t- um, Teddy. Teddy. That's why, that, she's a, That's why she's still a front runner for me. Teddy. Um, Teddy in Teddy. Toronto with Clayton. Hi, my name is Clayton. This Clayton. is my girlfriend, Teddy. <laughs> we really like to vacation in Toronto. Dude last and have poutine poutine last parting thing here the makeup between him and rachel hot. bro it's going down soon it's hot because you know how they were talking about how like, he ends up hooking up with someone they, they were showing mm-hmm. that in the previews mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean she's definitely got to be one of them because like oh my their God, sexual dude. chemistry is off the, the chain bro she the, like grabs his head the, you know like the head grab oh then the laces she laces his fingers yeah i mean they're they got like they got like they're going to lose their mind. She does that little soft voice when she comes in, which used to bother me, but now that they've crossed those boundaries, now it's hot it's, when they come dude, in together. they're on the vibe uh, right now. They're, it's, dude, it's, it's the happening. that explodes in the next episode. When you saw that teaser again and he just talks about it, he's like, look like I've said that I love... Like four oh, women. Like, I'm in love with. <laughs> I love everyone. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you, and I'm in love with you. I've slept with half and of I've you. And I've slept with you and you and you, and that all happened in the same day. It's and that like, was like the most like. And then you see girls like collapsing. Like, ah! Then fetal positions yeah, curled up on the ground. Everyone. And then he's just like he's like I just I I don't even know if I can do this. What does he say at the end of that? Where he's, he's like. 
yeah, he's, he's just, like, I'm broken. Yeah. It's, I, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I can't wait to see this man break. It's going to be insane. I can't wait. Um, I, I don't know if that makes me like a petty or a bad person or just like I feed off of this, you know, the misery. The chaos. Of these people, the chaos. The chaos. Next week's going to be fire. I'm broken. I'm broken. I'm broken. And you see him just like him, just like this Collapsed. fucking brick house, just crying. He's like, me broken. <laughs> me, me breaky. <laughs> well, that was fun. That was a whirlwind. But we honestly, we have a lot more um, relationship questions too. So we could always tap back into that. I soon. love doing the relationship yeah, questions. We have, I mean, I, I literally, honestly, I got like hundreds of like, just like, so we got plenty to I go through. I love the uber specific ones too. So many specific. The broad ones are always one like, said, I've got one catch all answer and that's just, you just got to want your relationship yeah, no, to work. One said, what do you do if you hate your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Oh, we love you guys. Just, just keep poking just him. Just keep driving him crazy until he leaves. <laughs> so you don't have to be the bad guy. We love you guys. We will see you next week. Bye you guys. Bye. <laughs> Hey, since Evan didn't say it, since Evan didn't say it, chat soon. Ah! Ah! You thought I was going to say it! <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess.